Hey guys, this is Paul, Anna, Eric, and Ed with Curved Brim Media. And before we jump into the episode you've queued up, we want to take a moment to tell you about our newest sponsor, GlobalLeagueShop.com. Global League works with top-notch designers to feature fantasy league and team logos emblazoned on t-shirts, hoodies, hats, stickers, and more. Personally, some of my favorite baseball team designs from Global League are the Wisconsin Big Cheese, the Cape Cod Bog Monsters, and the Tri-City Wise Monkeys. In addition to baseball, the shop also features fun designs for bowling and soccer teams. Say what? Believe us when we say there is something for everyone in the family to be found at Global League. Go check it out and join the Global League at globalleagueshop.com. What's up, Data Crew, and welcome to another episode of the Data Chronicles. This week, we get to finish that uh, wonderful episode with Brandon Lamarche. He uh, he goes into more of uh, his uh, uh, design style, some of the stuff that he's worked on, and obviously, we go into my famous, not so famous questions. Um, it, it, but before I give you guys the episode, I want to make sure to remind you guys that uh, this week, uh, Tuesday and Thursday, I will be live on my Dad Hat Chronicle Sports Show uh, on the On Amp Radio. I will have all of the details available for you guys uh, every week. I have a different um, co-host, so I wanted to make sure that you guys are joining me. We are going to talk about all sports, okay? Baseball, football, hockey, whatever you guys want to talk about, we will talk about it. So join me and my surprise co-host for that week. All right, now that we got that part out of the way, without further ado, guys... I give you the episode. I think one of my favorites uh, from that definitely was be uh, Seattle Creatures. I did based off of just like I did that whole identity based around you know obviously the Pacific Northwest. Very yeah. forested. You got the lumberjack plaid on the jersey arms, and then all the cryptozoology out there. You know people are nuts for you know any sort of random mythical creatures. Yeah, <laughs> they, could, they could be hiding. You never know. <laughs> Uh, it could be uh, out there. And in doing that design specifically too, it was unique. Um, finding out, you know, what you could do legally Yeah. with new, like new. So we worked with new era's legal team and a couple of these designs, like the Chicago bluesman I did as well. And the alternate logo for the creatures where we had the space needle. Yeah. Like, uh, you, we can't, we can't make this into a hat. Uh, there's, you know, the space needle is actually a copyrighted thing. We're like, really? You can copyright a building. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. It yeah. looks cool and because it, it has the claw, whole, yeah. you know, grabbing, grabbing the, the space thought, needle. Yeah, dude. I thought it was fun. And then the bluesman one was, you know, they were like, well, you know, it's people might confuse that for the movie and we just don't want to take that risk. So, you know, we're going to have to end up, they end up doing the alternate instead of, yeah holding the guitar in the back the the cool one i don't know why it is but i really like it the new york bull moose oh yeah yeah that's what that was my first uh hat club design i ever did yeah before we did the hockey stuff they were like just go nuts you know give us some ideas and i did that as was one of my first ones and yeah that's actually a redesign of the original it looks a lot better than when i at first submitted so i'm glad they didn't end up making that one because this one looks way better. Yeah. And then Colorado I did Rush, man. That's cool too, man. Mm-hmm. 
yeah you know it's just it was just such a it was such a fun project i'm just so bummed that we <laughs> these didn't end up getting made into anything you know, yeah, maybe i mean they're they're you know if someone wants to wants one of these designs you know they're available <laughs> they, heck yeah i mean dude put them in the hat some of the suckers because they're cool um how much fun did you have making the uh, copa brand which one the bolidos the bolidos oh yeah bolidos was fun because Bolitos was, I believe, my second one. I had did the the Nashville Vuelas first, and yeah, then, I'm looking at it, that one as well. Yeah, and then we did the Bolitos. I did Bolitos second. You know, it was it was one of those where I was, you know, I was doing that just as a side gig. I wasn't mm-hmm. quite doing this full time, and I wasn't expecting to keep doing projects at the time. Yeah. That, and so it was really fun because, and what sucked at the time is we were doing the Bolitos design around a lowrider. And this was before the first Copa brands, not the first iteration with the four, but the first like big league blowout where a ton of teams did it. And literally as we, we did all these logos, we were ready to submit. They released the new ones and look what Fresno did. They did a lowrider. So we were like, Oh crap. Now we got to pivot. Now we got to bring it back and let's do something different. And so what we ended up doing, uh, we centered around um, car culture, like Latin car culture and um, the paint jobs. And so yep. it got, I got to, you know, uh, Bolito is hot rod in, in Spanish, but it also means comet or asteroid. Mm-hmm. So you get in those um, kind of combining the two together and then kind of the, using the whole, you know, unique paint jobs that they do yeah. on these low riders and these hot rods that they, they soup up and there's always stars and sparkles and, you know, it, sh- it shines just like an asteroid or, you know, a shooting star. So that's kind of what we did with that. And, and there's flames on the jerseys and stuff. So cool though. I love it. And, and don't get me wrong. Also the Vihuelas is such a cool logo with the, with the guitars and on the hat and everything. That's, Oh man. That's yeah, that's pretty cool because it plays, you know, homage to obviously Nashville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was a fun one to do, too. And I've gone to do a couple more VWA stuff since the first iteration. And it's, it's, it's been a fun. Um, I do. And I do have a new Copa coming out next Uh-oh. season. Be, be looking out for one on my on my portfolio there. You know, oh, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a fun one. I like I like it. And I, I think I'm going to take some of the. Yeah, cut room floor logos and maybe put it up on clink room and see if we can make some new stuff there too that's cool that's cool and and then you know i've i've never really talked to somebody who does a lot of the design for in like in clink room and all that like mm-hmm. how is that process like is that process like you have to you know uh s- submit it for approval and, and then they'll let you know whether or not they'll they'll do that and how does that work as far as you getting paid for that so the process is really streamlined since the first iteration that they, what they did. Sure. So basically every week, um, what you, what you do, you just come up with an idea, you know, what, what, what story do you want to tell? You know, I did an idea of a hockey team in Hawaii, you know, what would that look like? And so I did it uh, based around the Hanu, which is, is Hawaiian for sea turtle. And, you know, you come up with this idea, you try to, come up with the best looking logo you can and you just shoot it out to them on Instagram. And so what they do, they curate all these ideas and they pick the 
five or six best ones mm-hmm. every week and they just posted and like say hey you know which ones do you want to get or your the fans want to make into a design and so and they they listen to the fans and they use their own industry experience picking out what they think will sell and yeah um and then they pick like the final four or six i think i can't remember um with how many they do uh, each week and yeah. And then they sell for a month and that's all you get for that design. You know, whatever you, whatever they sell is what it yeah. is. Yeah. It's a pre-order process. So whatever they sell and you better, you know, snag it quick because you might not see it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just started doing relaunches of old stuff, all the previous designs, but in new colors. So mm-hmm. uh, you, if you have a favorite design, you might see it again. And then, once that month's up, then you get paid, you know, and it's, and it's, it's really nice because you, yeah. you get cash in your pocket and you'll get a free new hat in a couple of weeks, a couple of months. Okay. So you also get your own design as well mm-hmm. as your hat. Yeah. And that's part of the deal. You get, you get two copies of your hat. Nice. Whatever. Yeah. So it, it's, it's fun. It's just really cool. And it's something I missed out on the first iteration because I was in middle school during the first uh, mm-hmm. room iteration and then it came out, you know, when I was obviously during COVID actually. And so it was a perfect time. And that's when I started getting all these other hats. It's become so popular job. too, dude. Like I, I, you know, like I've never seen such a popularity for obviously it's the 5950s. Right. But like, you know, I, I wish they would, they would do something along the lines of like, for what I wear, like the 47s, mm-hmm. the cleanups and all that, just because I think it's also would be such a cool uh, way of promoting them. Like, I mean, obviously it's not going to be to the same level as you guys, but I think they, they could also do some cool things uh, that through them as well. Well, they're all, what they always say is they're always listening. So if you make a big enough stink, you know, maybe things will happen. I'm going to. I've, I'm, I've been, you know, <laughs> uh, obviously the, the Brandios people, they know. So they better they do something. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, dude. I love it. I, you know, your work again, like, I mean, your work is amazing. So I, you know, it's I remember when I started seeing your stuff and I was like, man, this dude, I love the stuff that you designed because it's different. It's different than, you know, and, and I like it that because it's different than everybody else like all the designers they got their own thing and obviously you got yours so you know i like it a lot well thank you i always i, I worry about every day that i'm i'm copying someone's style too much or someone like dan simon's what i who i image homage a lot of what yeah. my looks like and i always feel like man this looks too much like that maybe i should <laughs> maybe it a little, little different <laughs> like have you have you ever spoken with that with him and talked to i him have not that? i have not it'd be a, definitely a, a highlight of my life you know you know being like starstruck uh, in the design <laughs> you know i've gotten to meet some celebrities and athletes but you know i've never met too many designers in person but you i'll know, tell you this dude he is one of the most coolest down-to-earth dude you'll never meet. Like he sounds he, like it. yeah he really I, is i love the fact that his studio is an old uh firehouse i love that that's, that's so cool yeah <laughs> i've always wanted to like i told my wife before we moved down i was like hey, we should buy a, a firehouse and convert yeah. it into our own house and yeah. she's like oh, that's great no <laughs> you're right we should yeah it wasn't a good no but, no but, you're right it's it a horrible cool. idea what was i talking about i won about? the lottery then that's the first thing i'm doing <laughs> yeah i'm buying a firehouse don't know where but i'm buying one and i'm converting it to my office my podcast studio there you go yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um all right my friend anything else that i haven't that i haven't asked you or anything along those lines 
Oh gosh, I don't know. Um, now we kind of covered a lot yeah. of the big stuff. Um, uh, definitely, I would be remiss to talk about the uh, All Star game that never got that never got played. Um, yeah, Midwest League All Star game. Um, I saw that. That I love that logo. Yeah, yeah. That that took that was like about four years in the making uh, doing what? that. Yeah, what we what happened was we had these design. We took about two years to make because we had we were, they knew ahead of time yeah know, that they were getting this all star game, and so we submitted it. And then they're like, "Well, we want someone else to have the all star game ahead of you, so we're gonna swap you places." And they're like, "Okay, fine, we'll swap places." And I think Peoria had it that year, and then like, "All right, now it's your turn." And they're like, "No, I think we're gonna swap places again." You know you know this team just got a new brand you know we want to you know highlight that okay, fine. <laughs> and then COVID happens and you're like oh crap <laughs> and then yeah. we got and so yeah it, it was it was so exciting to get that job and then it was so deflating to all in that. yeah dude because I mean I'm looking at the Eastern League has the Western League hats mm-hmm. uh all in different colors the we were gonna make those those were gonna be legit and just didn't get to I think we actually they actually the uniform providers who made the jerseys were sitting on we're literally just sitting on these jerseys because now you know we're not going they weren't going to be used and they end up giving them to a summer league team and got into a big little bit of trouble uh doing that if the hot rods were not happy about that yikes <laughs> whoopsie because they, we had I don't think we had released the jerseys at that point and so they were technically released. A little early. <laughs> oh, yeah. whoopsie daisy! Well, I mean, because they, they are cool though, like the Eastern League in orange, Western League in that blue uh, with mm-hmm. the with the with the orange piping on it. That's pretty cool, and obviously the logo on the side. You know, that's pretty nice, man. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wait. Is Bowling Green going to get it, or or well, they don't do All Star games really mm-hmm. for the minor, minor leagues really that much anymore. They actually don't at all, yeah. except for, I believe, the college-sponsored ones. So, like, the Appalachian League, I think, does an all-star game. They do, yep. But the other, but all of the other levels, I believe, they there's don't do it. no interest um, from the league office. Not from the teams. Teams are definitely, like, down to do it. But the, the word from, I've been told a couple of times by other GMs and stuff, they're like, you know, the players don't like to do it, so we're not going to do it. And, you know, the, uh, I don't think that's something that a lot of teams agree with. But, you know, it is. Yeah. I... <laughs> you know, when, okay. when my league baseball went corporate, there's definitely a, a stink around the league <laughs> for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I agree. Yep. 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 Uh-huh. You know, yeah, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, they still do a good job with the everyday stuff. And. I can't complain too much because you know I still get to do this stuff and <laughs> right like I was like I'm not gonna throw too much of a stink but yeah I remember but, but yeah I'm not so, gonna forget yeah. what happened with the you know with the with Midwest League All Star Game <laughs> yeah so I mean if any executives from Major League Baseball is listening you know you, the teams want to do it so if you, <laughs> if you you know and right I know they have the All Star Game like up like you know the the futures uh, game and all that doing the mm-hmm. All Star Game for the Major League. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll be cool to see like an all-star game for 
you know, cause like everybody wants to show their skills nowadays, right? Like, I mean, that's just extra tape that they're getting to put to prove themselves. Right. I, I don't understand why that would not be what, why that would be such a big issue. And it's such a cool community thing to have. Like I remember when I was a kid, we, me and my dad took a baseball road trip around kind of the Northeast area. We, we I was living in Detroit at the time, but we went all kind of the Eastern half of the United States and we went to a minor league all-star game and it yeah. was, it was such a big deal for that town to have it. And it's just a shame that, you know, they don't want to do stuff like that anymore. And, you know, it's I just agree. a cool way to kind of highlight the town again um, and stuff. Yeah. But uh, maybe in the future, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe they'll, they'll say, Hey, well, we'll we want to do this. And so I like it different. I got one more question that I remember that I, I was going to ask you and I forgot to ask you, uh, how was it living in Mexico for a year, dude? I actually lived three years. I three was, years. Yeah, I lived in Mexico when I was three to six. And so I went to preschool, kindergarten in Mexico. Um, and it was it was a cool experience. Uh, I lived in Irapuato um, in I think the state's called Guanajuato. Mm-hmm. So in the same state as Mexico City mm-hmm. uh, is in. And uh, it's, it's, it's definitely something that shaped my worldview more I and mean, we traveled a lot it was kind of important for my parents they wanted us to kind of see the world and, and all the cultures and things like all that the cultures, see that you know people do things different ways you know and it's something that eventually when i got to college i wanted to do myself and i actually lived in australia for most of a year um and got to do experience that um but yeah it was really cool uh definitely took a lot of things from that and I still don't know a ton of Spanish. <laughs> I was going to ask you, how's your Spanish? It, I think it actually set my reading skills back a, a couple of years because I had to read <laughs> to learn in Spanish. And then I come back to the States. You're like, oh, you're a bit behind. You need to read in English now. We need to we need to reteach you everything. Basically. But yeah. you're like, but yeah, I know how to read in Spanish. Do you? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. All right, my friend. All right. Well, are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I, you know, um, the one question that I'm going to ask you is you go to a ballpark, right? Yeah. You're going as a fan. You're going to go hang out with the family and everything. What is the 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 one thing that you are like you want to get like something? What's your food of choice and your drink of choice? Nowadays, it's always a hot dog and beer. It's 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 got to be the classics. Yeah, you know, it, it's also the cheapest, especially when I go to Royals games. It's what I go for <laughs> most of the time. Um, but yeah, and, and if I'm going to a new ballpark um, that I haven't been to, I always get what their signature dish is. Like mm-hmm. I went to Seattle and I got the garlic fries. I went to Pittsburgh for a game and I got they have some unique, I think it was some unique chicken item, but you know, whatever, whatever's unique in that area, you know, and minor league baseball is awesome for that sort of stuff. I know the hot mm. rod is some like donut burger or whatever, yeah. you know, doing something, mm, donut whatever, burger. whatever crazy thing I can eat, you know, is, is, is just a fun experience. Cause again, baseball, minor league baseball is a circus. You might as well have fun with it. You got to have fun with the food as well. Absolutely. All right. Well, do you also drink their local uh, beer as well? Uh, or you most, you stay with, you know, the, 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 the usual? 
Well, most of the time, like minor leagues teams will have the local. So I guess, yeah. Um, but if I'm going to like a major league ballpark, I'm just, I'm getting my Coors or my Bud Light. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to spend too much on beer at a major league ballpark these days. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's see. Last movie you watched. Uh, last movie I watched. In theaters or just in general? Just la- just in general. Uh, I would have to say, uh, God, it's been. It's, I have two kids now, and it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I get it, dude. It's <laughs> like, listen, here it has been. You know, nothing but like, my daughter. She's about to be five, so it's mm-hmm. been all about Harry Potter, and we oh, yeah? watched Harry I- Potter at nauseum. That's cool. My 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 oldest, he's three, and we we know we watch nonstop Bluey and Mickey Mouse. That's all we watch. Bro, I'm not gonna lie to you though. I'm a huge fan of Bluey. Oh yeah, me too. It, it, it's such a. I got to basically share my Australian experience with my daughter every day. It's it's been it's a. I such love a, Bluey. Bluey is um, awesome. I would say last movie I watched. Um, I would have to say. I think it was the the Batman, the new Batman. I got it was on it got released on, on uh, HBO Amazon. Or, Amazon, or... I bought it and I had to watch it. I'm a huge Batman fan. Um, I wish they would do a Batman Beyond movie. That was, that's my my whole. Oh, dude, movie. you just went old school. I was like with the cartoon. Oh. oh, that's I mean that's the bread and butter. I I kid of the '90s. You know, you have to go to the animated series and then batman beyond i mean that's yeah just, dude that's, that's all i watch actually when i design i just i usually throw up one of those two cartoons half the time really that's in my that's what's in my background <laughs> it's either that or or sports documentaries or what you know i like it yeah yep yep lately i've been watching the uh the I, I'm doing this to myself, but I go on, on, on Disney, right? And I watched the whole Star Wars series in chronological order. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. I've done that. That's fun. <laughs> from episode one. And then now I'm in the uh, Clone Wars, the cartoon. Yeah. So I'm watching all of those. So it's been, I love watching. Just put it in the background and watch it and enjoy it. You excited you know, for the new, the new show coming, I think, next month? Right? Yeah, so dude. Coming? Yeah, that's going to be cool. I'm excited. Super, super stoked. Heck yeah. I'm, I'm uh, a big, big. I'm a big prequelist. I love the prequels, and so in the people hate them, and I don't know why, but I love them. I love them too. It was yeah. they're so they're so different, and I hate that people were expecting them to be so the same as the the original trilogy. And then you no. you go like, well, why? Why would you mm. want them to be the same? No, you don't want the, it to be the, the galaxy, totally different. The galaxy solely sucks at, in the original trilogy. You know, right? You, you want to show how it got there, and so. Yeah. And then you want us exactly. You want to see how we got there. And then now, like you know, they're making you know, uh, Ray's coming back, right? Yeah. You know, ten years after. So I'm super happy to see what that looks like. You know, ten years after, you know, her rebuilding the Jedi Order. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. I'm I'm excited for that too. Oh, we got to talk some more Star Wars. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, strangest thing you've ever eaten, and you've been all over the place, so you have to oh, eat some this, weird this things. Is my Australians. Um, experience comes into play. Um, Australia is really into game, so any sort of wild animal, really, oh, they'll eat it. Um, but the strangest thing I ate, I went on a hike in the outback and we camped out for a night and went to the local grocery store in the middle of nowhere, outback Australia in the Northern Territory, and ate a kangaroo tail. 
what so yeah and it's such and it's a unique it's it's a delicacy to the maori they're not maori uh the aborigine tribe there um they basically cook it like a hungi where it's in the ground mm-hmm um you you put the coals on top and fire yeah, you dig the hole you put the food yep. in there and yeah yeah and it tastes like pulled pork it's 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 the weirdest thing you know and interesting people, people eat kangaroo so much there i think i had you know kangaroo burgers and steak and ground kangaroo on pizza you know it's a very popular dish <laughs> interesting i would have never never thought that but all yeah. right i'll take your word I mean, I'll be, listen, I've had frog legs. I've had alligators. I, I can't say that, like, I, you know, I haven't had anything weird, you know, here in the U.S. either. So why not? I'd have to say a consolation would be camel burger. That's also popular in the Northern Territory. There's a lot of camels out there. Camel burger. Hmm. All yeah. right. Now. All right. Worst job you've ever had. Um, I So my architecture background, I did a couple of internships. I was uh, going to be a landscape architect. And there wasn't a lot of that in my my somewhat hometown in Michigan. I lived yeah. uh, north of Detroit uh, and I had a job for a landscape company. So it's not quite landscape architecture, but it's, you know, a j- landscape architecture mm-hmm. adjacent. And they promised me that I would be there to be a designer, to design people's like backyards and landscapes. You know, they did really big clients for like... Um, musicians who lived in Michigan I think Bob Seeger was one of their clients mm-hmm. and, and I get there and they're like uh like first day is my my job they're like well you know we did promise you this but we're actually gonna put you out in the field and you're gonna be in you know digging up people's yards for their whole summer and so and I did like 12 hour shifts and that was not fun at all no <laughs> it was it, it was like... definitely it was backbreaking work hard work i definitely grew an appreciation for people who work blue collar jobs like that but it was so out of left field i felt like i was kind of trapped uh because oh, i needed yeah. money I, I needed to work and you know and pay for gas and stuff so uh, and my boss was a total total tool he, yeah. he was like he was a guy that would literally text pictures of jobs he would go to the job and text pictures like hey this plant looks droopy or or in the yard we would have our you know materials and he'd be like this doesn't look good you know and he would put it in like mailboxes and show he was he was he was not he was a little guy too so he kind of had an appointment oh, the the complex gotcha <laughs> okay yeah that's what i would, I would say that was, that was what i would you know i do have appreciation for it now because that's you know i actually enjoy doing some of that stuff now and around my house but you know you know, definitely when you're, it's, it was, I think my first real job and, you know, it wasn't what I was expecting. I did you get know, like, to eventually design yard later, but by then I was really mad. It was like, you were like, I was over it already. Yeah. I was already over it. Yeah. I had something similar. I used to be like, I, I started in architecture my first year when I, my first time in college, I, I, left and came back a couple of times, uh, <laughs> architecture and Kent. And then, but I went to community college for a little bit mm-hmm. and I was an interior design, uh, there doing oh. interior design. And one of the internships they sent me to was with this tile company. It's like, you know, they were like, you know, I was going to supposed to be working, you know, helping design with tile and everything. And what they had me do was organize this big, huge wall of tile <laughs> oh, no. all day. <laughs> that sounds so tedious <laughs> i was like i quit 
you know, like you're not paying me. First of all, I'm doing this for free. Mm. No, I'm out. I'll see you later. So I left. It, it was like, at least they were looking for a paid. sucker. It sounded like they were looking for someone that they, they did. It was like, yeah, same thing. It's like, oh yeah, we're going, we're going to pay you. I'm like, we're going to help you. You're going to be designing and you're going to do this and that. And I was like, cool. I mean, awesome. I mean, that's what I, I want. Mm. And come to find out that it was nowhere near. Yeah. <laughs> I love, yeah. I, I, I understand you, my friend. I understand you. Uh, okay. So if you were to get a boat, if you were to own a boat, what would be the name that you would name it? What would you name it? Oh, man. Um, I would probably go do a Caddyshack reference and call it the Flying Wasp. I believe that's what they call the boat that ended up getting destroyed by Raji Dangerfield. <laughs> I like it. Dude, I it love was, it. My dad's favorite movie is it's a movie we quote nonstop. It would, it would either be that or just a quote from Caddyshack. What's your favorite baseball movie? Oh, uh, wow. Uh, my favorite is The Rookie with Dennis Quaid. It's a good one. Inspirational as well. I'm not going to ask you what's your favorite hockey movie because we both know it's going to be Mighty Ducks. <laughs> oh, for sure. You know, it's awesome. Uh, okay. Cake or pie? Cake or pie? Uh, I would say 90% of time cake, but Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. it's pie. Yeah, absolutely. Name one of the seven dwarves. Dopey. Good job. What <laughs> color is your toothbrush? Blue. What was your um your your first crush? First crush, fifth grade. I can't remember the last name, but her name was Lauren. Remember that. I can remember her face. There <laughs> you go. Enough for me. <laughs> uh, favorite ice cream flavor? Mint chocolate chip. Uh, you're in my wife. She loves mint chocolate chip. I do not. My daughter's favorite too. She Is it? Has. She asks for green <laughs> all the time. Green. <laughs> I like it. Uh, what was your name, uh, your nickname growing up? My nickname growing up, I had just moved from Kansas City to Detroit and my baseball team at the time had two Brandons on it. And so my coach decided, since I was the new guy, called me KC. And then that kind of stuck throughout my high school career and at least the baseball world. People would call me KC, like, you know, mm -hmm. C-A-S-E-Y, but obviously it's KC. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, all right. We, I, I, I gave you this one earlier, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to you here. Out of all the Disney princess that we have, obviously you are very well aware of the, the Disney princess, you know, as I am watching a lot of Disney movies. Which one do you think would make the best spy? You know, I think the easiest choice would be Mulan because she does end up, you know, disguising herself and doing all that. But I feel like Belle from Beauty and the Beast with all the novels she reads, she has to have some sort of skill that Maybe she's just learned, yeah. She's learned, and then she might be able to talk her way out of things. I mean, she did talk her way out of, you know, from, getting imprisoned yeah. for life, right? So. Exactly. So, I mean, that's a that's a good skill to have right there. So, I'm, I'm um, glad I got you asked me that earlier, so I have had time to think about. <laughs> I had to think about that one. <laughs> um, uh, Brendan, thank you so much for doing this. I had an absolute blast. Um, where where can people find you on the socials my friend um right now it's i post 
all my new stuff on Instagram. Uh, my handle is Lamarche32. That's L-A-M-A-R-C-H-E-3-2. Um, I do have a website that you know I'm getting around to updating here pretty soon. Uh, it's 32designs.net. That's the number 32 and then designs.net. And then hopefully this whole thread thing becomes a thing and maybe you'll see more of my stuff on there too. Yeah, I just signed up for it. So we'll see how it goes, you know. Yeah. It's it's gonna be interesting. Although you know, like first day over thirty million subscribers, dude. So that's pretty, it's pretty legit. You know, I, if I have to say so myself. Um, yeah, and then I'll make sure that I put everything on your on the on the show notes so that way that people can go ahead and find it and follow you. Uh, but my last question is, why the thirty two? So when I was in college, um, and I had worked for the Hot Rods, and I went back to college um, to finish my degree uh eric leach who was the uh, who was then the the new gm for the hot rods because adam noose had moved to the sounds and mm-hmm. not uh he when we were doing he was asking me to do you know the we did the bootleggers and then it was um i think the belief not maybe the bolitos or maybe it was the all-star game we started to do that he basically said like you need to come up with some like company name, company logo, uh, so that I can put this on, you know, letterhead or whatever. So my owner doesn't, you know, it doesn't look suspect. Yeah. So I was just sitting in, I think it was my geology class and like what, what, what Johnny thinks down. And I just picked my baseball number at the time. You know, it was my high school and my college number. Um, uh, cause I was a big Sandy Koufax fan. It's kind of who I emulated. Yeah. I was a pitcher in high school and college. So so I emulated and it just, it just stuck. And, um, it's just three, I, th- I thought saying three, two sounded fancy. So, you know, I like it. It's a good, it's I like it. 32. <laughs> no, three, two. I like that. Cause like three, two, you know, it's, it sounds really cool and you're right. It sounds really legit. So I like it. Uh, Brendan, again, thank you so much, my friend. Um, and then again, we'll, we'll stay in touch because obviously you got some cool stuff then i like to uh, look at on instagram so uh you know and then uh, we'll see hope good luck to you and uh, we'll see what the future holds for you my friend awesome thank you so much i had a blast man i appreciate it thank you so much hope you guys enjoy that episode with brendan now here's what i need you guys to do okay go and follow him he is on instagram his stuff is great he's on twitter he's also on threads make sure you guys are following i will put everything in the show notes so that way you guys can just go ahead click away boom done okay all right also like i said earlier in the uh, in the episode i am having my show this week tuesday and thursday okay the data chronicle sports show at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, we're going to have a, a new co-host. Last week was uh, Donnie. Donnie, you are the man. Thank you so much. Now, this week, it's going to be somebody else. Who is it? Well, you're going to have to go ahead and uh, find out. Uh, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. And then last but not least, I want you guys to do me a huge, 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 huge favor. Uh, go on KerpenMedia.com. Make sure you guys are following all those great podcasters and content creators because they're pulling out some great stuff out there, okay? All right. Now that we got the business out, out of the way let's go ahead and give you the dad joke of the episode and here it is when does royalty watch a baseball game when is a night game <laughs> all right all right i've seen myself out guys and until then keep on grinding and always support the minor leagues see ya